0: Chapter 14 In the last chapter, we described how Baba's word and grace cured many incurable diseases. Now, we shall describe how Baba blessed Mr. Ratanji Vadia and gave him an issue. The life of this saint is naturally sweet. His various doings, eatings, walking and his natural sayings are also sweet. His life is bliss incarnate. Sai gave bliss to his devotees as a means of remembrance. He gave them various stories of duty and action, which ultimately led them to true religion. His object may be that people should live happily in this world, but they should be ever cautious and achieve the object of their life that is self-realization. We get human body as a result of merits in past births and it is worthwhile that with its aid we should attain devotion and liberation in this life. So we should never be lazy but always be on the alert to gain our goal of life. If you hear the Leelas, that stories, of Sai daily, you will always see him. Day and night you will remember him in your mind. When you assimilate Sai in this way, your mind will lose its fickleness. And if you go on in this manner, it will finally be merged in pure consciousness. Ratanji of Nandir Now let us come to the main story of this chapter. In Nanded, in the Nizam state, there lived a Parsi mill contractor and trader by the name Ratanji Shapurji Vadia. He had amassed a large amount of money and had acquired fields and lands. He had cattle, horses and conveyance and was very prosperous. In all outward appearances, he looked very happy and content. But inwardly, he was not so. Providential dispensation is such that no one in this world is completely happy. And rich Ratanji was no exception to this. He was liberal and charitable, gave food and clothing to the poor and helped all in various ways. The people took him to be a good and a happy man. But Ratanji thought himself miserable as he had no issue, no children, male or female for a long time. Just as Kirtan, that singing glories of the Lord, without love or devotion. Song without rhythmical accompaniments. Brahmin without the sacred thread. Proficiency in all arts, without common sense. Pilgrimage without repentance. And ornamentation without a necklace. Are futile and useless. So is a householder without an issue or a child. Ratanji always brooded on this matter and said in his mind, Would God be ever pleased to grant me a son? He thus looked morose and did not relish his food. Day and night, he was enveloped with anxiety as to whether he would ever be blessed with a son. He had a great regard for Dasgaru Maharaj. He saw him and opened his heart before him. Das advised him to go to Shirdi. Take Baba's darshan, fall at his feet and seek his blessings and pray for an issue. Ratanji liked the idea and decided to go to Shirdi. After some days, he went to Shirdi, took Baba's darshan and fell at his feet. Then opening a basket, he took out a beautiful garland of flowers and placed it around Baba's neck and offered him a basket of fruits. With reverence, he then sat near Baba and prayed to him saying, Many persons who find themselves in difficult situations come to you and you relieve them immediately. Hearing this, I have anxiously sought your feet. Please do not disappoint me. Sai Baba then asked him for dakshina of rupees 5, which Ratanji intended to give. But Baba added that he had already received rupees 3 and 14 from him and that he should the balance only. Hearing this, Ratanji was rather puzzled. He could not make out as to what Baba meant. That was the first time he thought that he had come to Shirdi. And how was it that Baba said that he had earlier got rupees 3 and 14 from him? He could not solve this riddle. But he sat at Baba's feet and gave the balance of the Dakshina asked for explained to Baba fully as to why he came and sought his help and prayed that Baba should bless him with a son. Baba was moved and told him not to worry. And then, thence onward, his bad days had ended. Baba then gave him Udi, placed his hand on his head and blessed him saying that Allah would satisfy his heart's desire. Then, after taking Baba's leave, Ratanji returned to Nandir and told Das everything that took place in Shirdi. He said that everything went on well there, that he got Baba's darshan and blessings with Prasad. But there was one thing which he could not understand. Baba said to him that he had got rupees 3 and 14 before. Please explain as to what Baba meant by this remark. He said to Das I never went to Shirdi before and how could I give him the sum? To which Baba referred, to Dasgadu too, it was a puzzle and he thought much over it for a long time. Sometime afterwards, it struck him that Ratanji had received some days ago a Muslim saint by the name Moli Sahib in his house and had spent some money for his reception. This Molly Sahib was a well-known saint of Nandir and worked as a porter. When Ratanji decided to go to Shirdi, this Molly sahib turned up at Ratanji's house. Ratanji knew him and loved him, so he gave a small party in his honour. Das Ganu got from Ratanji the memo of expenses for this reception. And everybody was wonderstruck to see that the expenses amounted exactly to Rs. 3 and Rs. 14. Nothing more, nothing less. They all came to know that Baba was omniscient that though he lived in Shirdi, he knew what happened outside, far away from Shirdi. In fact, he knew the past, present and future and could identify himself with anybody. In this particular instance, how could he know the reception given to Moli Sahib and the amount spent, therefore, unless he could identify himself with him and be one with him? Ratanji was satisfied with this explanation and his faith in Baba was confirmed and increased. In due time, he was blessed with a son, and his joy knew no bounds. It is said that he had in all a dozen issues, out of which only four survived. In a footnote towards the end of this chapter, it is stated that Baba told Rao Bahadur Hari Vinayak Sathe, after the death of his first wife, to remarry, and that he would get a son. Arbi Sathe married second time, The first two issues with his wife were daughters and he therefore felt very dispodent. But the third issue was the son. Baba's word did come true and he was satisfied. DAKSHINA Now we shall close this chapter with a few points about Dakshina. It is a well-known fact that Baba always asked for Dakshina from people who went to see him. Somebody may ask a question. If Baba was a Fakir and perfectly non-attached, why should he ask for Dakshina and care for money? We shall consider this question broadly now. First, for a long time Baba did not take anything. He stored burnt matches and filled his pocket with them. He never asked anybody for anything, whether he was a devotee or otherwise. If anybody placed before him a pesa or two, he purchased oil or tobacco. He was fond of tobacco for he always smoked a bidi or chilim, an earthen pipe. Then some people thought that they should not go to saints empty-handed and therefore placed some copper coins before Baba. If a paisa was placed before him, he used to pocket it. And if it was a two-paisa coin, it was returned immediately. Then after Baba's fame had spread far and wide, people began to flock in numbers and Baba began to ask Dakshina from them. It is said in the Shruti, Veda, that puja of the gods is not complete unless a golden coin was offered. If a coin was necessary in the puja of the gods, why should it be not so in the puja of the saints also? Ultimately, the Shastras laid it down that when one goes to see God, king, saint, or guru, he should not go empty handed. He should offer something, preferably money. In this connection, we may notice the precepts recommended by the Upanishads. The Brihad Aranyak Uparishad says that the Lord Prajapati advised the gods and men and demons by one letter. Da. The gods understood by this letter that they should practice Dama that is self-control. The men thought or understood that they should practice dhana, that is charity. The demons understood that they should practice daya, that is compassion. To men, charity or giving was recommended. The teacher in the Tritya Upanishad extorts his pupils to practice charity and other virtues. Regarding charity, he says, Give with faith or even without it, give with magnanimity, that is, liberally. Give with modesty, awe and sympathy. In order to teach the devotees the lesson of charity, and to remove their attachment to the money and thus to purify their minds, Baba extracted Dakshina from them. But there was this peculiarity, as Baba said that he had to give back hundred times more of what he received. There are many instances in which this has happened. To quote an instance, Mr. Ganpatrao Bordes, the famous actor, says in his Marathi autobiography, that on Baba's pressing him often for Dakshina, he emptied his money bag before him. The result of this was, as Mr. Boda says, that in later life, he never lacked money, as it came to him abundantly. There are also secondary meanings of Dakshina, in many cases in which Baba did not want any pecuniary amount. To quote two instances. First, Baba asked for rupees 15 as Dakshina from Prof. Gigi Narke who replied that he did not have any money. Then Baba said, I know you have no money, but you are reading the yoga Vashishtha. Give me the Dakshina from that. Giving Dakshina in this case meant deriving lessons from the book and lodging them in the heart where Baba resides. Second, in the second case, Baba asked a certain lady, Mrs. R.A. Tarkhad, to give him rupees 6 as Dakshina. The lady felt pained as she had nothing to give. Then her husband explained to her that Baba wanted the six inner enemies that is, lust, anger, avarice etc. to be surrendered to him. Baba agreed with this explanation. It is to be noted that though Baba collected a lot of money by Dakshina, he would distribute the whole amount the same day and the next morning he would become a poor fakir as usual. When Baba took his Mahasamadhi, even after receiving thousands and thousands of rupees as Dakshina, for about 10 years, he had only a few rupees in his possession. In short, Baba's main object in taking Dakshina from his devotees was to teach them the lessons of renunciation and purification. post Mr. B.V. Dev of Thane, retired Mamladdar and a great devotee of Baba, had written an article on this subject, Dakshina, in Shri Sai Leela magazine, Volume 2, P. 626, in which he says as follows, Baba did not ask Dakshina of all. If some gave Dakshina unasked, he sometimes accepted it and at other times refused it. He asked it of certain devotees only. He never demanded it, from those devotees who thought in their minds that Baba should ask for it and then they should pay it. If anybody offered it against his wish, he never touched it and if he kept it there, he asked him to take it away. He asked for small or big amounts from devotees according to their wish, devotion and convenience. He asked it even from women and children. He never asked of all the rich for it nor of all the poor. Baba never got angry with those of whom He asked Dakshina and who did not give it. If any Dakshina was sent through some friend who forgot to hand over the same to Baba, He reminded him of it and made him pay it. On some occasions, Baba used to return some sum from the amount tendered as Dakshina and asked the donor to guard it or keep it in his shrine for worship. This procedure benefited the donor or devotee immensely. If anybody offered more than he originally intended to give, he returned the extra amount. Sometimes, he asked for some more Dakshina then, what they originally intended to give, and if they had no money, asked them to beg or borrow from others. Of some, he demanded Dakshina three or four times a day. Out of the amount collected at Dakshina, Baba spent very little for his own sake, That is, buying chilim smoking pipe and fuel for his dhuni, sacred fire, and all the rest he distributed as charity in varying proportions to various persons. All the paraphernalia of the Shirdi Sansthan was brought by various rich devotees at the instance and suggestions of Radha Krishnamai. Baba always used to get wild and scolded those who brought any costly and rich articles he said to mr nana Sahib sandulkar that all his property consisted of one kopin that is cord piece, one stray piece of cloth one kafni and a tamril tin pot and that all the people troubled him with bringing all these unnecessarily costly articles women and wealth are the two main obstacles in the way of our paramartha that is spiritual life and baba had provided in shirdi two institutions that is Dakshina and Radha Krishnamai. For whenever they came to him, he demanded Dakshina from them and asked them to go to the school that's Radha Krishnamai's house. If they stood these two tests well, that is, if they showed that they were free from attachment from women and wealth, their progress in spirituality was rapid and assured by Baba's grace and blessings. Mr. Dev also has quoted passages from the Gita and Upanishads that show that charity given in holy place or to a holy personage conduces to the donor's welfare. What is more holy than Shirdi and its presiding deity, Shri Sai Baba? Bow to Shri Sai. Peace to all. Om Sai Ram